Okay, good morning, guys. Is there... Okay, it's Tess Tavis. Um, we're at the, the second part of Parag Zion, chapter 7. Um, and we are still in this discussion about Klippa. It's This is, again, one of those chapters that, to me, it's like, you could learn it one way, and then you could learn it again, and then you could learn it again, and you could learn it again, and, like, get deeper and deeper every time. And, like, like we were saying the other day, like, the shot doesn't go away, but you also see the deeper story going on at the same time as seeing the shot. So, <clears throat> okay, I'm like triggered by my own words of, so the context is, <laughs> like I get triggered by myself, <laughs> um, but in like a sentence, the context is that we're talking about our two souls right now, and klipa is the way that our animal soul experiences the world. That's why we're talking about klipa, because the the parts of the world, the way that the world is kind of split into these categories, is the view of our animal soul. At the same time, it is reality, just like our animal soul is reality. And that's where it kind of the, the sentence comes in of like, is there really this um, complete gap between reality and perception? Not really, you know what I mean? And that's where like science and chassidus is completely blended at this point. Like, so the fact that my animal sees it that way and the fact that that is real reality don't contradict each other. It's one truth. And what that leads to is the awareness of like, okay, so now I can actually do something with this. You know what I mean? Like the nature of the world, that it's the world of Klippa, that it's the world of Galos, that it's the world of Sitra Akhra, isn't just like the objective truth forever. Like and we're going to see today in today's Tanya that there's actually because so much of it is sourced from the animal soul's perception of separateness, it's actually in our power and our ability to be like, I can actually get past the veil of separateness. I can actually see past the illusion that this moment is separate from Hashem, which is by definition what Klippa is, and create a world of Kedusha. Like, AKA, we can actually bring Mashiach, which is, do you see how, you see how that flowed, sort of? Okay. Okay. Today, 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 today. Let's go straight in. Ach, on the other hand. So we said yesterday that a person that sees all of the Klippas Noga moments, all the moments of just the regular, I call them white space moments, just the regular in-between moments of life, through this lens of, I don't need you to make me whole. I don't need, you are not separate from the unity. You are part and parcel of the bigger story of Hashem's unity. On the other hand, somebody who says, Ach, On the other hand, a person who is eating gluttonously meat and wine, aka, this literally, it's fascinating. Like, you can look at that and be like, oh, Taivas Ailam Haza. I mentioned this yesterday that like, even for me, like I look at that and I'm like, oh, the altar was talking about something so irrelevant. And then at the same time, like, I think about, like, my own, like, quote-unquote, addictive tendencies. Like, the things that I go towards to make me feel whole. Whether it's my phone, whether it's a relationship, whether it's the things in my life that I'm gluttonously going towards. For what purpose? For the purpose of animal soul consciousness, which is what? And that's really where the distinction is between utilizing klipas noga, which would be meat and wine or klipas noga, right? Now you have two ways of going about it. 
either the mitinwa, either you're utilizing this pleasure of Ilam Haza, this, this divine pleasure, as something for the sake of my connection with Hashem, which can be translated as for the sake of a mitzvah, for the sake of, you know, relationship with Hashem, also can be translated as you are not something that's making me whole. In my wholeness, I desire you. In my, like, this thing that I'm using isn't coming from this place of, I'm separate, I'm alone, I need something outside of me. Do you remember um, at the beginning of chapter 6, we started talking about the animal soul. That's how we were defining the animal soul, that the animal soul lives in the consciousness of separateness. I do not have solid ground. I'm, I'm wobbling. I don't, I'm not attached to the unity of life. I'm like my own being. I'm, and like, like Power says, I'm alone and I made myself. I come from nowhere. I have no source. That kind of emotion ends up leading to the reaction of I need something outside of me to fill me, to make me whole, to attach me to something. I need something. I need to hold on to something because I'm not okay on my own. When you approach Klipas Noga from that perspective, it draws it down into Shalash Klipas Noga. You're, you're, you're creating now this Klipas Noga you're turning this Klipas Noga into Shalash Kipsatameas because you're perpetuating this energy of separateness, of this thing is, I am not part of Hashem's unity and this thing is not part of this Hashem's unity. I am separate and I am using this separate thing in order to kind of become okay, as opposed to from this place of wholeness, I desire this thing. It's very, very, very relatable. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Um, I'm using this thing in order to satisfy my needs. I need this in order to be okay, and so I use you. Literally, just, I was like, okay. This is coming from the um, 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 element of water, like we mentioned before, that water is always, all the four elements have the Kedusha and the Klipa. Water in Klipa is addiction. And it's very fascinating that water in Kedusha is... What are we... Tyra. Fast, exactly. Mm. It's the pleasure of Tyra. Now, what's the difference between pleasure of Kedusha and pleasure of Klipa? How do you know if it's a pleasure that you're receiving... How do you know if it's Klipa or Kedusha? The, the, the drive for pleasure that stems from, from Klipa is the drive of pleasure that says, I need something, I desire something outside of me. My pleasure comes from something outside of me. The pleasure of Kedusha says, I desire from inside of me. Now, that doesn't mean that we also don't desire other people, but the desire for the other person stems from a place of wholeness, stems from a place of this person isn't... Exactly. They're not filling something. Because of my wholeness, I can actually receive this person. And literally, what's fascinating to me is like, me and Giti talk about this a lot, like, Desiring Klipa, desiring Klipas Noga, that ends up making it drawn to Shalakshutameas, meaning desiring Klipas Noga from a place of animal soul as opposed, as opposed to from a place of Kedusha consciousness, is Mamish, it's being codependent with Hashem's world. To, to use a word I was just about to. The, the way that the, that the altar is describing it now, it's literally codependent. It's I need you to fill my need. I do not have enough of me on my own. I am not aligned with my aligned self. I'm not in the space of Kedusha where I'm seeing myself as part of the unity of Hashem. And so I need you. I'm addicted to you. I, I use you for my needs. 
how do you utilize Klippas Noga from a Kedusha perspective? I am whole. I am part of Hashem's story. I am literally unified with the oneness of Hashem. You too are unified with the oneness of Hashem. Hashem has created me to desire you. Let's go. Perfect. Now we're, there's no using of the other. We're all in this one divine story here. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I, you said water position. Yeah. yeah. Are you saying that from this paragraph or from something else? Yeah, from this paragraph. That, that this, the desire for meat and wine that comes from this place of I need you in order to satiate me. It's the Yisod I'm just I just brought that in of the opposite. Okay. I'm translating gluttonously eating meat and quaff wine in order to satisfy their bodily appetites and animal soul as addiction. And by addiction, I don't necessarily mean somebody who's shooting up heroin. I mean addiction that I am not okay unless I get this thing that's outside of me. I have no solid ground. I have no ability to have a sense of self unless I'm being filled by something external to me. I'm getting hung up on the word, but I know what you're saying. So the way someone reacts to Kippa's mind, the Kedusha and not Kedusha, isn't going to be like, if you're looking at it, you're not necessarily going to see the difference. If, what do you mean? Like it's going to look the same. To an outsider? Um, that's a good question. But often, yes. I think often you see when somebody's you like when somebody's like engaged in the klipas noga of their life in a way of shalakshibasatmeus, and it sounds very clear. Like that person sounds very needy, <laughs> like and not not. It's like a different. It's a different kind of. But yeah, oftentimes you won't see it. It's an internal experience of am I desiring this? Am I needing this? Am I going towards this? And I want to just notice that like this is not only about like physical like apples and peaches and tables. Like we're talking about Klipas Nogas in the realm of all of existence that isn't only necessarily usser. That's how the author explained it. So this is this is even like I know that I always bring this in, but like the desire to get married, right? Or the desire to have something that you don't have, the desire to make a parnasa, desire for your children to be healthy, like what? Oh my god! You're like. So close. Welcome to America. Thank you. Wow, so surprising. Wow. Basically, the question is, how am I? How am I approaching? these experiences in my life like am I approaching it from a place of animal soul which is I do not have a place in the story of life I this is a random experience in a, and by random random as wrong as bad as a mistake as whatever that I need this thing that I'm going towards to fill me in some way or am I aligned with divine unity always perpetually completely and constantly this thing, this Klipas Noga thing, is also, and now we can actually not use each other, but engage with each other in a, in a so, yeah. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. The same action is different intention. Absolutely. Okay, Hine, Ali Deza, Yorid, Chayas, Habasar, Through using 
this physical thing that now we're talking, and here we're talking about meat and wine, but it could be anything that's in the realm of Kipas Noga, they're using it with this intention of separateness, with this intention of everything I just said. Um, when I'm utilizing that, it's so nice to see you. Wow. I feel like you were here yesterday, but also like a year ago. Like, it's so weird. They're utilizing that thing, the energy within that physical experience and, or within that, any, within the Klipas Noga thing gets drawn into Shalash and also my body in that moment, meaning the energies of me that are being spent on that, in that experience are also being drawn to Shalash Kipas and yet, it is only the fisha. It is only for that moment. What happens after? Ad asher yashuv ha'adam ve'yachzer la'avodas Hashem lo'tarasay. Until that person does teshuva, returns to his service of Hashem. Ki lefisha, ki lefisha haya besar, ki lefisha haya besar heter ve'yayan kasher. As long as the meat and wine were kosher and permissible, meaning they were not originally from the realm of shalash kibbutz atameis. They were not originally from the realm of Hashem saying. I do not ever want you to use that. I do, not, I do not want to be redeemed there. I do not want our connection to come through an affair. I want our connection to come through the in-between moments, right? So as long as it was an in-between moment, that, an in-between moment that you just weren't so intentional about. You can always use, bring those moments back up to your service of Hashem. This is literally the, implied in the terms of heter and mutter. Every morning we say matir asurim, right? What is matir asurim? Asur is bound. You're releasing matir, you're releasing asur, the bound. That's the difference between mutter and asur in halacha. Mutter is, it's released. You can utilize that for your service of Hashem. You can utilize that for your connectivity, for your divine alignment. Asur is it's bound to a space where it cannot be used. And if you can't, use an affair to enlighten your relationship, to enliven your relationship. Except, we're going to see it in the next page. Shelo Hashem. It cannot come up and be utilized for Hashem. Nevertheless, even though when you use, when you use Klipas Noga, which is this mutar stuff, in this separate way, even though right after, if you now kind of come back to the connection, nevertheless, there still remains this vestige of disconnectedness that happens in your body. And I was thinking, literally, like, it's so practical. We experience this all the time in relationships. Like, you're, you're having connection with somebody, and then suddenly there kind of comes this moment of, like, disconnection. And then afterwards, you go back to the connection, but that moment still lasts. It still is there. And for this reason... The body must undergo chibata kever, which is purgatory of the grave, as will be explained later. I can't explain that. I'll only explain that. I don't know what chibata kever is. I was looking it up. It's the way that I, when I was looking up chibata kever, what it actually is, is it's essentially the body being like squeezed out of its air, like, and I, whatever. Just my thought about it was like, it's like imagine like there's still like that breath of like wait, but. I'm not fully one with you, which, which is that breath that we're saying gets left over from engaging in, in Klipas Noga in that way of separateness instead of connectedness. And I, I, I'm totally making this up, but my feeling is that Klipas Akever is kind of like almost this like insane connection, insane tight hug that suddenly like 
any vestige of disconnectedness just gets like blown out of you. You're like, oh my gosh, right, I forgot. There's nothing else left. Which, whatever. It's a whole other, it's a whole separate discussion of like, we're talking about this at Angleson on Shabbos of like literally like spiritual punishments are not punishments. They're consequences that actually heal the thing that was not aligned. Like on Shabbos, we were talking about like how stoning is like, who do you end up stoning? You stone somebody who, whose heart became stone, like who became apathetic. So obviously, and then, but then you also kind of get into like, okay, how often did the base actually end up stoning people? But like spiritually within Tyra, like punishment isn't as simple as like, oh, you deserve this. It's in order to bring you to the ultimate place that you're trying to go to, this is like the path that's going to help you get there. So, Separate conversation though. Okay. Also, uh, yeah. Somebody, yeah. It's actually very interesting. There's a halacha of, right, Zara Levatala. The klipas noga of that would be somebody who is engaging with their wife in the proper way. They're doing everything right, but their intention isn't there. Essentially, what are they doing? They're using their wife. It's the same thing. This example actually makes it really practical, the other thing. Because you look at that guy who's doing that, maybe, and you're like, hey, like, don't use your wife. Like, be with your wife, right? And it's interesting how the other put that example separately. I thought that was interesting, too. But somebody basically that's doing, you're, you're doing a kosher thing. You're doing something that's allowed, but it's with the intention of, I need you to fill me. I'm using you to fill some need in me as opposed to, we are in this together. We are in this unity together. I'm okay. I'm good. I'm in this divine alignment. <laughs> because of that, I desire you. I just want to add one more thing here in here before we go on to the next thing of what in the next paragraph, Alter is starting about what happens when we actually utilize something that's Shalash Kibbutz something else. What about when we have an affair? But just noticing here that I want to add in like one part of like one other thing that I, I see a lot of like, and I have this for personally myself, like it's like one of the ways that like I end up getting animal soul towards Klipas Noga is like feeling like I want to accomplish things. Like I want to do things, right? And it's like, that's such a tricky one of like, yeah, I need to do things. I need to do things. I need to get things done. I have something to do in this world. I have, I have to accomplish my mission. I have to make the world a better place. I have to share my light. I have to, right? Like I need to, I need to, I need to. But it's like shifting that perspective from do I need to from a place of animal soul or do I need to from a place of godly soul? Is my need and my desire to do this thing or to be this thing or to have this thing or to engage in this thing, right? Whether it's a action, whether it's a pleasure, whether it's whatever it is, something to get done, whatever it is, is it coming from a place of neediness and codependence, meaning you are filling something inside of me, I am not enough without you? Or is it coming from a place of Kedusha, of this whole, everything is Batal Tashem. We are all unified with God right now. Things are perfect. Things are perfect. From that place, yes, I desire to, to do this. Yes. I was thinking about that this morning. Yeah. Uh, while walking, right? Because I was like analyzing. I was thinking about Tanya and I was 
trying to like figure out like where like being with the example I use of like being productive and I feel like and I like feel so bad about myself when I'm not productive right. and I feel good about myself when like I am right. and I was like it's not an inherently bad thing but like I wonder how like how do you look at it through the terms of the lens I'm like it's right. not that like Hashem is like in the moments like no it's not that like it's godly when I'm like wasting time but it is right. like it, Hashem is in this moment yes. I was trying to think but you just put it so well that it's like where is the desire where coming is from. that wholeness yeah the desire to be productive coming yeah, from exactly exactly so well put not so such is not the case that you can just kind of jump from in disconnectedness to connectedness so quickly with things that are actually like forbidden foods forbidden relationships that literally are from completely it's literally an affair they're literally tied to the they're tied to Hashem saying I don't want to be there and they cannot be elevated from there until Mashiach comes and, and the darkness will be displaced from the world. All of the tumma will be taken off from the, from the world. Oh, or, and now this part, I. Okay, so fun. Because now you're saying, okay, so fun. I didn't do something that bad. Okay, I can go. But what about when it's so bad? Oh, we have to wait until Mashiach comes? What about when I have an experience? Because, guys, it, what's fascinating here is that it's Shalashkip's Yes, it's, it's forbidden relationships. It's not kosher food. It's avarice. All of that is also. But it's also the experiences of our lives where we are so separate from Hashem, where we're so interwoven. And I, this is my own touch that this is Shalashkip's but the solution definitely works as a solution. So... But it's experiences in our lives where we're so separate from the unity. Not only I think I need this to make me feel whole, I momish need this to make me feel whole. Like, it's a sureness. It's like, it's like you're not like back and forth. You're not like on the tipping scale of like, do I need this to make me feel whole? Do I not? It's like, this is, it's, it's just true for you. How can you kind of redeem that space? You do not wait for Mashiach to come. It can also happen in Gullus through Teshuva. Not what happens through Teshuva, the actual mistake becomes the merit. And we're going to see how in a second. What is Teshuva? Teshuva is literally returning to the space, to touch of He. You're returning to the He. You're returning to the unity. You're returning to the space before which you thought you were separate. Before which you decided that this moment or this aspect of me does not belong in the unity of Hashem. Shehi, what kind of teshuva accomplishes this? Shehi teshuva me'ahava. This is teshuva that is from love. Me'umka deliva, from the depth of your heart. Ba'ava rabba v'chashika v'nefesh Coming from the great love and fervor, from a soul passionately desire to cleave to Hashem. V'tsama nafshay Hashem it's this love, it's this desire for Hashem that's like this like thirsty soul praying, please, please Hashem, I want to be one with you. I, I, I want nothing else but you. When you have that perspective, what's interesting in parentheses here, you don't stop wanting the thing that you wanted, but you want it from a different place. It's now, like I probably said this 18 times in this class already, but I don't need you to make me feel whole because of my wholeness, I desire you. And I can desire you. I can desire you with my whole heart, like Hanahanavia, right? Hello, aren't I enough? Like, aren't I enough for you? Ailey said, like you, you, 
like it's a separate conversation. But Chana, in her wholeness, she said, I desire this. Her whole body shook with aliveness. I'm presently desiring that which I do not have. Not because I'm not okay without it, but because I am so aligned with you, Hashem, that I am allowing myself to feel this desire. So how, how come it's happening that the Zedina has actually become the merits, that the parts of me that were separated, that felt separate, actually become the merits? Because it's specifically the experience of separateness that brought me to the place of connectedness. Until now, my heart was in the space of this dry desert, this barren wilderness. He has sit your aqua. This was this place of otherness. I was so far from Hashem. And therefore, because I was in that place of barren darkness, otherness, separateness, whatever. Therefore, because I was in that dry, separateness place, I now desire Hashem in an even more fervent way. I now am in part in this connectedness even more than Sadiqim who never went to that far other place. Even Sadiqim cannot stand. When a place where Baal Tshuva stand, even Sadiqim can't stand. Yesterday, in one of my therapy sessions, I have a client, um, she's a teenager, and she says to me, she says, or she was talking about like the way she sees herself and sometimes doesn't like herself. And she like paused for a second and she like stopped talking. And then she literally looks at me straight in the eyes and she says, is it even actually possible to get to a place where I'm going to like myself? Like, point blank. Like, is it really actually possible? And like, my heart, like, obviously like I stayed, I didn't actually react the same, but in my heart, I like, my, like fireworks went off. Like literal fireworks. Why? Because, call it counter-transference, but like in my heart, I'm like, I did that. Like, yes, it's possible. And it's not only possible to, go, to take that journey of getting from a place of feeling so fragmented and so alone and so separate from <coughs> the unity of Hashem. And I'm calling it the unity of Hashem because that's what it is. It's the same, t- it's the same thing. <coughs> so worthless to get to that place of being able to look in the mirror and seeing yourself as beautiful. That place that you end up getting to is way better than having never ever having never gone through that journey at all and so it's like it's like exciting it's really exciting and not only that but okay guys i'm sorry i'm gonna start working on making this finishing at the right time but i just want to this i'm just putting on it's thursday so we don't have time for three days so it's okay (laughs) but in my own life i've seen this so many times too that in my own extreme animal soul beliefs is where I end up finding the most self, the most godly soul. When I ignore them, when I'm like, oh, I can't go there, that's too, that's too like, embarrassing to even think that I'm thinking. I, I'm doing nothing other than missing out on an opportunity. It's the spaces of our lives where we actually have that, the most neediness and the most shame and the most embarrassing self-beliefs it's in those spaces that we end up finding the most ava, the most love, the most divine alignment. How? Through literally going into them. And we're going to see later. I'm jumping ahead here because Altar is going to be, end up bringing us to when we go into them, how we go into them. You know, but just starting to notice that 
the spaces of our lives where we feel separate, where we feel this experience of, no, this doesn't, this shouldn't be this way. I shouldn't be this way. I wish it wasn't this way. I am an embarrassment here. This thing isn't, they're not the mistake of our lives. They are as much part of constant creation as the Kedusha. And when we can start seeing Klippa from that lens as here for me, not against me, as not the antagonist in my story, but as part of the bigger picture of what's going on here, everything shifts. And then when we can see that it's not only not here against me, but it's up to my perception to actually utilize you for me, like for the sake of this ultimate divine truth of Mashiach, it's like, okay, bring it on. Bring it on. Okay, I, I can do this, you know? And not only I can do this, like, I'm not annoyed at the fact that I still have these struggles, <laughs> which is really where we're trying, where we're, where we're going. About this kind of ava that comes from this place of separateness, that then you you feel so far, and then you're like, oh my gosh, Hashem, I see you there. Um, that that's the merits become the, the mistakes become the merits. but also. Okay. It's because of this. It's literally through this that you come to, come to this kind of love. What if you don't end up with this extreme reaction after of like suddenly yourself is revealed and you're like, wow, Hashem, I literally see you even in, even in here. I don't have this kind of love. Alter is literally telling us, and even if you don't get to that state of intense love, that your sins become, that your the past mistakes become merits, Hashem still forgives you. Meaning, we're not in a kind of relationship here where there will ever be a moment where Hashem is looking at us, aka where we will have to look at ourselves and say, "Oh, nope, no redemption there. That was too bad. That was too much of a mistake. That you can never." <laughs> There's, there will never be a moment like that. There will never be a moment like that. Is it true that in any given moment, we have the opportunity to do this teshuva me'ava and to actually utilize those moments of separateness for greater connection? Yes, it's true. And even if we don't, and even if we don't, even if those moments of separateness don't end up becoming our ultimate moments of connection, still, the author was saying that when you do even a small bit of teshuva, Hashem forgives you. And... It's like literally like it's the ability to look at ourselves, I think, and say, if Hashem is saying about me, I can for sure say it about myself that like even that moment that I, I don't I'm not able to look at that moment and see how it brought me to where I am now. I can't make I can't make that connection, but I trust. I trust. I trust. It's like imagine like a, a couple in a relationship. Somebody does something that was so bad to the other person, like really not good. Right. Now, there's two options here. Either they could go to therapy and they could do the work together and actually let that thing be the catalyst for even greater connection. Awesome. That's the, that's the shuva me'avas, the denes nasa kazachias. But there's another possibility. Another possibility of a really good wife or a really good husband, somebody who's really confident in themselves, being able to look at their spouse and say, I can't see right now how that thing is going to end up bringing us closer together but I trust that it will, does not have to separate us further. Meaning, I am not going to use it against you. And that's when Hashem Yisrach, meaning like, can I look at my life and see all the things in my life, even the things that I'm not yet seeing as 
catalysts for deeper connection with myself? Can I at least not see them as, can I at least not see them as reasons to be punishing myself? <laughs> see? Eventually they will be redeemed and they will be elevated to this place of, we'll see how they are the greatest catalyst for connection. We'll see how they actually brought us to that higher place. But in the moment, can I at least not see them as the enemy? Because that's, they're not. So, chapter 7. I'm going to read my notes because I can't summarize this without my notes. Okay, chapter 7. Two points. Number one, can I approach life from a place of wholeness instead of codependence? Can I see my klipas noga from a state of, I don't need you to make me whole? Ain't od mavada. There's only oneness. And part of oneness is the pleasures of alabhaza. <laughs> part of oneness is the wanting to have certain things. But it's, it's part of it. And yet it's not that I need you to make me feel whole. It's in my wholeness I desire you. And num- number two is that there is never a moment that is working against you. Not even the shashkubs of Not even the moments where we engage with the klipa in the opposite way. There's never a moment. So um, I finished with this, really. Sorry, guys. But literally this morning I was... I thought of this example of like that. Imagine like we're in like we're sometimes often like we feel like we're in this like maze. Like have you ever been in a mirror maze? Okay. Animal soul freaks out in this maze. Why? Because I'm constantly seeing my own reflection, and I am not good enough. Or fill in the blank of your animal soul's reaction. So not only am I lost, meaning my life is random and I don't know where I'm going or where I'm coming from. But also, I, I keep seeing myself and I don't, I, like, ah! Godly soul is in the same maze. And yet, godly soul is seeing the maze is God, the prize is God, <laughs> and the person that I see in the mirror is also aligned with God, is also, is also God, essentially. In Alavada, there's nothing outside of him. So, no matter where you end up turning in the maze, no matter what ends up where you are, literally the moment that your feet are standing in now, you have the ability to look at that exact moment. Okay, the example wasn't as good as I thought it would be. It made more sense in my mind. No, but <laughs> it's like the ability to look at any moment that you end up looking at. The reason why I'm thinking of the mirror maze is because you're really looking at real reality. The purpose isn't to get to this place where you're not seeing reality anymore. You're looking at, you're looking at yourself. You're looking at the mirror. You're looking at re- things in front of you. But can I see the things that I'm experiencing? Can I see the reality that I'm inside of? <clears throat> Not as like the path to get to where I'm trying to go. Not as like the thing that I need to do to get over in order to... Right now. Like right now. This moment. Talk really slow. <laughs> like for a second just like breathe. Okay, that's, that's, I'll finish that. But I bless us all. I'm going to just to breathe for a second and just notice that like the breath of your body right now like and all the thoughts in your mind and all the plans that you have and all the needs that you have and all the desires you have and everything the feet in your shoes right now like it's all aligned it's all unified with Hashem with the story of creation the same way that we learn Chumash every year and we're like one detail of Chumash can't leave the Chumash. It's all one. You don't write a tarot with one Parsha missing. Our lives are that one unity too. And can I, for a moment today, see it through that lens? Because it's Mamash Mashiach moment when that happens. So, Lachan guys.